Alright, welcome to The Course in the Chaos. This is a special bonus episode where the three of us get together and just simply talk about some things that most people may not even care about. However, <laughs> what we're going to do today is talk about three of our favorite movies, three of our favorite songs, and three of our favorite saints that we would invite to a Christmas dinner. So everything is Christmas themed if you haven't picked yeah. that up yet. Uh, but the goal here is that we can give a little bit of an explanation as to why we like these movies or songs or why these particular saints at our shindig. Uh, how we're going to do it today is going to be a little odd. I'm just kind of making this up on the spot because apparently I'm the, I'm the rule man at this point. <laughs> but we are going to go roundtable discussion. So each last, not each last one of us, but each one of us will give a favorite movie and then we'll move on to the next person on the list so i'm gonna i'll just set the rules here we're gonna have jack go okay. first all right we'll so go one, second one item at a time one, one item, at, item a time at a time or... yeah okay yep. okay and then uh i'll go last here just because you know you saved the best for last right okay wow yeah that's bold that was yeah. bold but that's bold. okay so, man I could call so three christmas movies <laughs> three christmas songs yeah. And then three non-Bible saints that we would over. Like, we can't just yes. say Paul or Jesus. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like, right. I mean, certainly we would love and that. We're Paul, but... And we're assuming that these saints are resurrected. We're not just exhuming their remains for our Christmas table. <laughs> right. How very Catholic of it. <laughs> when you go you to Jude like, and you're like, you guys like my John Calvin centerpiece that we've got here? <laughs> That's disgusting. All right. No. So really, this is of no importance at all. It was just an excuse for us to be able to spend the evening together. So yeah, it's, a, it's our yeah. Christmas extravaganza. Yeah. So you find I yourself like I should to be. Have brought, uh, I should have brought some finger foods or something. A covenanter. This will probably not be a fun episode for you. <laughs> but if you can make it to the end, good on you. Yeah. All right. So Grayson, so I'm going first. We're doing movies. Yep, we're doing movies first. Okay. So Jack, you're so up. So three three Christmas movies. I will pick one. My three favorite Christmas movies. Uh, the first one is a relatively newer movie. We've watched it the past three or four years, and every year I, I absolutely love it. And it is not spiritual whatsoever. I'm just going to put that up. So. Uh, <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I will say maybe even because I'm looking at my list – and I think I maybe know some. We haven't talked about any like what yeah, we don't know on each other's list say. and things like that. Uh, so if you have this um, concept in your mind about us that we don't that I don't know that we're this more spiritual than maybe you think. I don't. I don't know. I feel bad saying that, but I don't want to disappoint you. Uh, my movies some are the, just in some of the things that we've that we've video packed, recordings yeah. of me reading the Bible, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect yeah right and that's actually coincidentally that's home my videos. three as well is those videos of grayson so hmm. all home yeah. videos yeah um it's all right so my first one is, episodes yeah my first movie is klaus have you guys seen that movie klaus, it's a netflix no. movie klaus it's fantastic you're gonna have it to is, give me a rundown i don't even know i've never even heard it's a, of it i don't think it is the one time a year we'll get netflix i'll buy it for, we'll get it in fact we're planning to watch it next weekend so it's a netflix i'm, doing, I'm out of here <laughs> <He's done. laughs> It is. Fan I would love to buy it on DVD if it exists in DVD. It's a fantastic movie, and the, it's basically the origin story of uh, Santa Claus. Oh no, uh, I haven't seen that one. It's really good. Yeah, and basically, there's a postman, and the whole thing is built around the postman. Now, the, the story I describe it, it's you'll be like, that sounds dumb, but it's a really well made movie. <laughs> no, it's actually so, <laughs> it was it was quite enjoyable. The kids really enjoyed it. It's a good clean movie. Um, I remember. Is exactly, it animated or is it live? It's animated. It is animated. Oh, it's yeah. animated. Okay. Yep. Okay. 
but, but he, he's like, but like you a, have to, but you have to have Netflix to, you have to watch have, it. I've never yeah, seen it. Well, it's I'm, a Netflix I'm not movie. a liberal, so. No. <laughs> You've seen it. Are you morally obligated <laughs> to buy a pirated version of it to keep from having Netflix? That is a moral yeah. conundrum. Yeah. Is a so moral. Maybe, Jack, if you could just screen record it and send it to me, then, <laughs> I'll, just, then I'll hold it up, hold up the phone. Yeah. And you can right. Like, yeah. Like, like Russian movie theater style. <laughs> you know, it's like. Cross. <laughs> so anyway, the, the short version, if you've never seen it, um, the dad is like the head postmaster of the world and his son is just like doing nothing. He's just raking. He's like, ah, I'm just going to live life. And his, and his dad is like, no, you're going to make something yourself. And I'm sending you to this island of terrible people and you cannot leave. Uh, you can't inherit any of the money until you have so many letters mailed. Is what he says. Like he has to, and he goes there. It's just places just like awful. It's like the worst people. They're terrible. But what ends up happening is he meets this old man whose family died and he makes toys and they end up befriending him. He kind of creates, he, he, he invents this thing. He's like, oh, well, if you send this guy a letter, he'll make you a toy. And the, the postman is like totally being manipulative. But throughout the whole thing, it's just really heartwarming. Like the whole town gets, gets friendly and everyone loves each other. And it gets like the schools, like kids hate each other. And then they start playing together. You see this whole transformation of the town through the kindness of it's a sweet movie. Like, yeah. like it's a really nice movie. So that's my first one. Klaus. All right. Klaus. Okay. K L so plus one for Klaus, yes. but minus one for Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Back <All> to right. zero. <laughs> that's on my do not watch holiday list. <laughs> yeah. Klaus. Blake, you're up. Uh, so I, I, I put mine in order, so I'll start at number three. Okay. Um, so number three, I'm going to go with home alone. Oh, that's a good one. all right. So, I mean, it's just, it, for me, it's it, for me, it's the unbridled violence that yeah. reminds me of Christmas, you know? So no, there is a weird thing, a weird connection I have with home alone though. So when I was a kid, we lived in Montana and, uh, our grandparents lived in Oregon our grandparents had like five VHS tapes and of those five, two of them were home alone one and home alone two. <laughs> and so whenever we would come to visit Oregon, which wasn't super often, but whenever we came to visit Oregon and we were at my grandparents' house, no matter what time of year it was, we would watch home alone one and home alone two on VHS. And so like, there's like this childhood connection to, and then on yeah. top of that, it's just, it's just a, I think it's, it's a, a fun, fun movie. movie. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I actually, so, I had home alone on my list as well. So I'll just, I'll oh, double up okay. with you there. Um, okay. for me, it, it was always just a, I mean, you can't go wrong with the unbridled violence and just the sheer way he handles those guys. It's just right, beautiful. Right. Um, I mean, I still picture the, the tarantula being put on his face. Oh yeah. Just that yeah. blood curdling scream. And the scream. Yeah. The scream yeah. is just hilarious. Yeah. yeah. That's comic genius. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But the whole yeah. movie Home Alone is, is, my, so is one of well mine done. too. Oh, is it? Yeah. It was going to be my Oh man. One, so. Yeah. We all three hit on that one then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just so a fantastic a, movie. That's I also a plus three for Home Alone. Always wonder what yeah. did Kevin McAllister's dad do for a living? Cause that man was just filthy rich. Yeah. Right. That, that massive home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what if he was a crook? 112 bucks for pizza. So, <laughs> He's a mafioso. so we were watching. So I actually noticed something about Home Alone that I've never noticed before. At least I kind of because I was thinking along those lines. Because you you see like the conspiracy theories of like he must have been into some like shady stuff or whatever. Yeah. Um. But it's funny that when 
the when the um when Marv is dressed as the cop at the very beginning, right. and he's looking, you know, are you the Mr. McAllister that lives here and all that stuff? That he immediately goes to, what am I under arrest or something? <laughs> like who said like who says that. that to a cop? Yeah, like the, the first yeah. thing he says is like, yes, and literally like, am I under arrest or something? Like, am I am I being detained? Get out of my get out of my house, please. You know. <laughs> he's so he's either really based, libertarian. So, right. So he's either really based or he's got a guilty conscience. Yeah. And he was getting ready to draw on on Marvin. He didn't even know it. You know? I, so. I'm going with organized crime. <laughs> yeah, the the vacation was just Could a be. and the local the, the the closeness to Chicago to the proximity of Chicago. It makes sense. It's true. It makes sense. So my second one was Home Alone. So Blake, you're back up. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm back up. Straight right. back to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so second, so second one. This one's kind of obscure. Uh, the Life and Adventures of Santa Claus, the 1985 uh, Is that a mystery one. science theater? No, 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 no. no. So uh, okay. it was. So it was originally a book. It was written in 1902. It was originally a, a kids' book, and it's kind of like I was. Ex I was explaining to my wife today that I feel like it's the closest you can get to like the Lord of the Rings Christmas, and so it's a. It's another Santa origin story, but it's basically hmm. like how does Santa become an immortal, and there's like all these other like immortals that uh, bestow upon him immortality for his good deeds and things like that, and there's this hmm. whole plot of like these monsters that try to steal all of the the presents and stop him from doing his good deeds and he kind of does this like he does this like world tour with the great ack who is like the main uh immortal and uh he sees like the hardship of mankind like throughout the ages and all that stuff and so there's like some cool scenes there and it's all of that old it's like that it's filmed on like that rudolph the red-nosed reindeer style you know, mm. that oh, kind of like yeah. clay, like statue, whatever. Yeah. But it's not like to me of all of those style of films, to me, it's the best one. And it's got some banger songs and it's really, it's just a it's just a really good movie, but it's like the least popular. I've never of, heard of this. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Of that, of that set. So hmm. it's really good, but it's very, it's very like fantasy. It's like very like fantasy, like, you know, the elves and the, it's like the origin story, the reindeer and all that stuff as well. Hmm. So. Interesting. So, yeah, we actually just watched it this evening. Wow. So that's nice. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. The 1980, uh, 1986 or 85, because uh, there was one. They redid it um, as animation in like 2000. Mm. That one's garbage. You got to watch the you got to watch the be OG. A, you got to be a purist. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I am a I'm an I'm a 1985 Life and Adventures of Santa Claus man. Yeah. yeah. Wow. None of this liberal. There's stuff. two kinds of people out there. <laughs> yeah, right. There really yeah. is. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> Three kinds. The 1985 people, the 2000 people, and the people that have never heard of that movie. Oh, there you go. Whatsoever. Well, yeah. yeah. Jack and I are yeah. two of number three. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's plus one for Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. All right. My. Uh, I don't know why I'm keeping this tally, but. Are well, you really I mean, keeping a tally? Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna wow, he's gonna watch the movies later. My uh, my second one on the list would be Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, wow, I've always just enjoyed it. I don't know why. I mean, there's there's aspects. It's a it's technically a Halloween slash Christmas mashup. Um, but the 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 thing that I always found <clears throat> just comical about the movie literally was him going into this Christmas world and just still acting like a terror, right? <laughs> So 
as he's singing, there's so, children throwing snowballs instead of throwing heads. And he's like, there's no monsters under the beds. But it's like his right. whole framework is just bizarre because he lives in a world <laughs> where everything's just crazy and trying to yeah. make you afraid. So I, I absolutely loved it as a kid watching him go and deliver. Like he kidnaps Santa Claus, delivers presents to the to the kids. And it's all like everybody's how many worst sermon nightmare. illustrations a good youth pastor could get out of that movie yeah yeah well it's like <laughs> you're seeing kids open up presents on christmas day but they're they're like chomping plants like coming alive right, right. at you and trying to kill yeah, you yeah yeah um, right. in my mm. morbid mind as a kid i'm like this is awesome this is just right. pleasurable to watch so so this year was the first time I've ever seen Nightmare Before Christmas. I, really? I watched it okay. this year for the first so time. This is, I was so like, this really? is too, this year. Okay. This yeah. is an interesting tie-in. This is an interesting tie-in because I said my grandparents had five VHSs. So another one was Nightmare Before Christmas, but we weren't allowed to watch it uh, okay. as kids, you know. So so oddly, out of the five movies they had like three of them were christmas movies one was old yeller and then i don't remember what the other one was so you can like, watch this kid shoot his yeah. dog but not nightmare right. before christmas which we did yeah which we did no so so i watched nightmare before christmas for the first time this year and i mostly because i've hated everything i've ever seen from tim burton okay so yeah yeah, not, not yeah. It's, it is so it is i did not enjoy the film well I, I didn't i, I that's saw a minus the first, it was, one for <laughs> like like it says it on score such an arbitrary grading system right, right. Like, eh, no. <laughs> so i think i saw it when i was a kid once and blake yeah. is a similar my parents wouldn't let me watch it growing gotcha. up right uh well, somewhere yeah, so along yeah. the way i saw it and whatever there is like i would not let my kid I, I i'm not saying anything about anybody or your children, or whatever. Like I wouldn't wow. let my kids look watch at, it at this time. Christ, like, so look at the judgment. Like there's some morbid, <laughs> like there's yeah, some morbid, yeah. spooky things in there. You know? Oh yeah, there is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so to give you a little bit of a background, I grew up in a home that was distinctly non-Christian. So this was right. like a sanitized film that I watched as a kid. <laughs> right. I look right, back right. on some things as in my childhood. I'm like, why yeah. in the world would you let even an adult and it's watch funny that? Where, let alone yeah, a kid. Yeah. And it's like funny where, where parents drew yeah. lines in the nineties too, because <laughs> yeah. I had because my parents again we didn't grow up distinctly Christian, but there were like hard lines on things we couldn't watch, and then other things it's like why were we allowed to watch that? Yeah, yeah. this is horrifying. It was yeah, it was right. very inconsistent. So yeah. I think um, purely for me it was just it's a nostalgia aspect of it where it, yeah yeah nostalgia is a strong flavor. It really it is. is. Yep, it goes a long way. <laughs> Put give a give a tally for nostalgia, Blake. Give. How many points should we award for nostalgia? So five. Again, I have such an arbitrary point system <laughs> that it's just whatever. So, so far, we have plus three for Home Alone. Life and Adventure of Santa Claus has one gold star. That's and good. no, I don't know. <laughs> and, he holds um, it up. He's actually yeah, a gold star there. Yeah, I got and uh, Nightmare Before Christmas has a D minus. So. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. there right. will be some people that like that film. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, it's a cult classic, right? right? It is. And it is, it when is. I, when I, I will say this. It's, it's made its way into the Christmas canon, so it's a yes. cash cow. It'll outlive <laughs> yeah. all other, you know, yeah, you know, all other Christmas it, movies. I did, when I watched it this year, again, first time in 20, 30 years, I was like, I was like, wow, this is like really creative. Like I, I yes. was, from the artistic sense, I was like, oh, this yeah. is wildly yeah. creative. No, that's true. And that is think, true. Like I, I, I had that distinct impression. Like I can see why this is stands alone like i didn't love oh, yeah. it um, and but, to be fair what's no, this is a banger 
It really too. is. Yeah. yeah. I also <laughs> wouldn't say. I also wouldn't say I, I love it. It's not one that I right. look at and I have to watch every year or anything like that. It's just still one I enjoy, just because. Yeah, but it was top three Christmas movies. Oh, well, I was thinking through all sorts of different ones. Yeah. It's like I could go yeah. this way or go that way. But I yeah, we have our own. Point. Yeah, we have our own filters. Yeah. 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 For sure. All right. All right. My third one. Uh, we got to move along here if we're going to get through all this because I think when the Christmas songs, it's a bonus episode, Jack. That's true. No one cares. Uh, we don't even have nobody's even listening right now. It's just our moms. It's just uh, us talking. At this yeah, point. they're like uh, Lord of the Rings, Santa Claus, <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm out of here. Yeah, I thought this was a Christian Minecraft server. See you guys in January. Yeah, um, losers. So my third one, I had a really hard time picking a third movie. So I, I, I did something. I picked a TV show. Well, that's a Christmas fair. episode. Yeah, that's a cheat. Is it all the Christmas episodes of Friends. <laughs> it is not all the Christmas episodes. No, it was one that I thought that I'm going to try and promote. All right, because I think people would really enjoy it. It's clean. Um, but there's a show when I was a kid called New Heart. You guys remember New Heart? No. Never heard of it. Uh, that's uh, with Bob Newhart, right? Yes. So he yeah. runs an inn. Yeah. They move in the runs yeah, an inn in like yeah, Vermont. Yeah, right. When yeah. I was a kid, my parents watched it and I loved it. And about five or six years ago, I thought about it. And Lauren and I were talking about it. And my wife, Lauren, she was oh, like, yeah. I watched that as a kid. Yeah. And yeah, so we yeah, went and yeah. found the DVDs and we'll like watch them pretty regularly. Right. The first like three or four seasons are genuinely hilarious. Like the the humor holds up. Some some stuff doesn't, the humor doesn't really translate decades. It right. legitimately holds up in the first season and you can watch it on YouTube. It's free. I think you, yeah. And I think last year you sent me the ep the Christmas episode yeah. of new heart and we watched it. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. If, I, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. It's funny. So the, like the, the first season, there's, a, there's an episode I'm called no sure. home, no room in the end. <laughs> I, I don't remember hating I don't, it. Yeah, so distinctly yeah. not. I yeah. didn't I mean, fall asleep. Yeah. So. Right, right, right. Um, but so they so they run this in and and they have all these skiers come in, but all the snow like the snow's bad and stuff. It's so bad that right. the skier and all the skiers are irritated. But it's just it's really funny because then this guy shows up and he and his wife are pregnant and they need yeah. a place to stay. Yeah, okay, and, I did see that. And there's yeah. just like all mm -hmm. these like right. It's, it's very whole, clean, yeah. very respectful. Like there's one line that cracks me up because he's like, "Well, we don't have any room to put you. You don't have any room to put us." He's like, "On innkeep behalf of innkeepers everywhere, I think we owe you this one." Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah to find yeah. a place. His name is Joe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the guy yeah, right, Joe. Right. And, yeah, and they're really. It was, it's funny. It's genuinely funny. We watch it every every Christmas. So no room at the end. New heart. You can. It's on YouTube for free. Very funny. That's a plus one. Sweet. For no room at the end. He right. makes he makes the list. So my uh, so my third one, which is my number one movie, and actually is my favorite movie of all time. So not just Christmas movie, favorite movie of all time. I could watch it at any point during the can year. Can I guess? Can I wait? Can Grayson and I guess? <laughs> you you, you don't know. I, I think you might think you know what it is. What do you think but it is? I'm just gonna say Elf because everyone says Elf. Oh no, I no no. I thought I you were gonna it. say Rocky. I don't hate Elf, which kind of is a Christmas movie and a Thanksgiving movie, and they pretty much cover every holiday in Rocky. But it's not Rocky. <laughs> uh, it is, uh, which I also really like Rocky. But um, uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, that's a good one. Oh yeah, yeah that's a good one. Muppet yeah. Christmas Carol is just. I mean, it, in my mind, it cannot be improved upon. Hmm. It's the greatest telling. It, it's the greatest Muppets movie, in my opinion. It's the greatest telling of the Christmas Carol. 
I love how Michael Caine just plays it so straight. Like he's just so oh, serious throughout the, the whole like professional of professional. And he's like, right, right, <laughs> right. And he's just playing it like, <laughs> like that won. it's just the most important role that he's, that he's ever gotten. Yeah. The songs are bangers. It's hilarious. There's lots of little, yeah. I mean, Muppet Christmas Carol. Definitely. definitely. Yeah, I watched I, that with I, my kids or I tried one. to watch it like mm -hmm. 10 years ago and it terrified them. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. And I haven't tried since, but maybe we should try again. Right. I oh, mean, there is Jack's kids start crying. Well, again. it's He's a like, ghost ah. story. I mean, it's, I it's supposed like, to like, there is supposed to be a little bit of, of spookiness. But my kids, I think have seen it to the point that they've been desanit Like they've been sanitized to the ghost aspect. Like they'll just mm. sing along with the Marley and Marley song. The ghost of Christmas past does still give me the creeps a little bit. Yeah. The little like so you, doll face, like, wispy. You know, grew up you know? watching that. I was watching like Scrooged. Oh yeah, no, I was watching. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Scrooge <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right, As right. A kid, yeah. So you know, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the uh, renditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so anyway, that's my that's my third one. All right, my number good three one. is. Uh, I actually, to my shame, um, a couple years ago, maybe two, three years ago, Becca's like, <laughs> we should watch this movie. And I'm I'm being intentionally vague, but I was like, yeah, I watched it as a kid. I really just don't like that movie. And she goes, can you just can you give me the storyline? Yeah. And I butchered mm -hmm. it horribly. So what came out of that is I was then you know coerced to watch the movie with her. But it's a wonderful mm -hmm. life. Um, yeah. yeah, just a beautiful, beautiful movie. Yeah, one of those rare moments where I watched it and kind of went into it as a curmudgeon, and by the end of it, I had right. a single tear cascading down the cheek. I'm like, oh, right, that's, that's just lovely. Yeah, but every right. aspect of it, where you look at it, I mean, there's things that I can say biblically I I disagree with, but um, like that every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Well, you no, that one's straight from <laughs> <the Bible>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, or yeah. Clarence says he's you know like pretty yeah. much everything Clarence does, right? But yeah, right. Um, just to to <laughs> see the angel, good old Clarence. Yeah, had a boy, Clarence. But I, yeah. I think it strikes a chord because you have a man who's trying to provide for his family. Everything goes wrong. Yeah, he could he's then right. contemplating suicide? All those different things that just kind of hit at points, especially as a father. Where I looked at right. that and I'm like, oh my my gosh, like this is just heart wrenching. Yeah, um, right. But the way it resolves, it's like that that classic way older movies resolve, where everything is actually just wonderfully working out. Um, yeah. But they did it in such a, a sweet way um, as the town comes together and I see his, their yeah. appreciation for this man who thought he was just a waste of space to everybody. Right, right. So yeah. I, that's I, a great, that is a great movie. Yeah. It is a good movie. I watch, I, I'm a little ashamed to say that I watched it for the very first time two years ago. I'd never seen right. it. And I think that's when I saw it. Because I had seen it like a, bits of it as a kid. And I just remember thinking as a kid, like black and white movie. Yeah. No, no guns. I'm out. Yeah. I'm not interested. Interested. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but then like, yeah. But then as an adult, like sitting down and watching it, the whole thing as a husband, as a father, you know, yes. things like that, like yeah. it hits different. I could see yep. where a kid would be like, I don't want to watch this. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but it's a good, it's a good grown up movie. So very yeah, sobering. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So I go from that's Nightmare Before Christmas to that one. Yeah. That's a good pick, Grayson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we'll move right, one star on to... over to Nightmare Before Christmas, <laughs> and we'll give five thumbs up to the 
it's a wonderful See, that, life. That just totally outweighed the other one. So I, I five have, angel wings. There you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> five right. uh, life insurance certificates. <laughs> <laughs> five vehicles careening over the bridge. Yeah. All right. Hmm. All right. Five now lassoed to, moons. Okay, I'm done. We, okay. Just, yeah. Right, right, right. Five swirling things in the river, whatever that is. We just keep going. Yeah. It's like, just keep going. People are like, okay, uh, we're, we're done. All right. What's the, yeah, what's the next, what's our uh, next category songs. here? The next category okay, is songs. Yeah. This is the one where people are going to be disappointed in me personally, I think. So. Huh? We'll say. Dominic, we'll start with the, you. the Italian donkey. <laughs> Dominic. <laughs> Scribbling the it off my Christmas list. Donkey. It's the best song ever. Yeah. Yeah. All of my Christmas songs are Italian themed. Strangely enough. No, not really. I'm All right. right. <laughs> so who's up? Uh, Jack, do you want to go first go on this one? No, 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 no. I won't, I'm I'm Oh, he doesn't want to go first. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Yeah. I'll go. Okay. So um I did do my I did the top three again. So my my third one, again, Nostalgia Factor, song most people have never heard of. I actually sent it to our uh, chat group today. Mm. And I would say it's arguably the best Christmas song of the 80s. And it, it's Just Not Christmas, If I Can't Spend It With You, by Ronnie Millsap, 1986. Mm. I absolutely love that song. It's like, it is so, it's at all the elements that you want in a Christmas song, except for the actual reason for christmas and also it just hits all of that uh that 1980s feel i don't know i just really like it and then as a kid like my dad loved ronnie Millsap, and so we listened yeah. to ronnie Millsap mm. all the time so the christmas album it always came out in december and that was like my favorite song on there and i still like it it's still a good song it's about you know a, a lonely guy who's who's it, but yet it's oddly upbeat that he's, uh, you know, messed up his relationship and he's trying to win this woman back. And it's just not Christmas if it's not spent with her. So, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. Moving on. Uh, All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, it's an interesting choice that you would uh, pick that one. But. Okay. Uh, all right. Grace, it's you, man. What do you uh, got? My first one is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Um, yeah. Just one of my all time favorite Christmas songs. Yeah. If you don't know much about the history behind it, it's talking about the the reality of um, when Herod sent um, men to go kill all the infants. So it's very, very mm -hmm. dark in that sense. But the beautiful aspect of the song is that they're looking at it and crying out to the one who is to come to make all things right. And so mm. there's there's right. that tinge of sadness, but there's that tinge of sweetness too. Um, musically, it's just a beautiful song. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah, when yeah. you get harmonies working through it. But it's a somber one. Um, but it's always been one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, yeah. That's actually my, I'll, I'll, that was one of mine. Oh come, oh come, oh, Emmanuel. Okay, it is. I nice. love that song. Yeah, nice. that. Uh, yeah. So the, I went with '80s heartbreak. <laughs> you guys went with deep theological. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. I got you. Yeah. All right. Um, did you have anything you wanted to say about it? No, Jay? Grayson said no. Yeah, said everything it is. Say, it yeah. is a beautiful it's, song. It is. So. My second favorite song, which is kind of a newer one. It's kind of a newer uh, Christmas song. It's by uh, Sovereign Grace Music. There blooms a rose in Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. I cannot listen to that song without tearing up at the end, no matter how many times I listen to it. Is that it's on just the Prepare a, Him Room album? It's just such a beautiful, it is just such a beautiful 
song and it's so well performed and uh the lyrics what album just, like what album is that on i don't i don't know i got it on spotify so i don't even pay attention to the oh. album i just pulled it off because i actually the first time i heard it was i heard it at church somebody sang it as a special like at a candlelight service and then i was like wow i really like that song yeah hmm. and then to, was what was it called yeah it's it uh there blooms a rose in bethlehem there bloom i'm gonna have to listen i don't know this yeah song, but oh, I, man, I like a lot of sovereign it's, music I it's like beautiful music. yeah it's so yeah. beautiful yeah so that's my number two. All right. My number two is uh, Joy to the World. Just mm. another old classic hymn that it's just a fun one to sing. Um, it's not really a Christmas song. No. Well, it is. I mean, when else do you sing it? When the Lord returns. Is well, that that Three sure. Dog Night song? What? Is that the Three Dog Night song? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Wait, maybe I have the, do I have the wrong song? What, what did, wait, what song did you say? Joy to the world. Joy yeah, to, isn't joy to the, world, isn't joy to the world, world. All the boys and girls. All no. the fish places in the deep blue sea. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I think, no, I think you're confused, Grayson. Yeah, I think Jack's right on what you meant there. No, no. But isn't joy to the world about uh, the, like, the, the, uh, the second coming of the Lord? Not the no, three dog night about, version. I think it talks about both, right? So it's, it's both the savior reigns. Yeah. Talking yeah, about the a first reigns, advent yeah. and second. I think, yeah. Cause I think it was written about the second advent, but it's sung at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It is a beautiful song. I didn't, I didn't well, mean it to also has in mind like a track. All right. So in the, the comments, maybe somebody can leave us some in Luke. Yeah. Right. I'm just going to make so a fun. theological significance to it that's not there and, <laughs> right. say, and say it's about the, the way first coming as well. Yeah. System. I don't care what the, what the author intended. Yeah. What, my, what I'm saying is it's a Christmas song. If you approach yeah. it with the right hermeneutic, you can just yeah, uh, exactly. clearly see this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what you guys didn't see is literally an hour before we recorded this, we started talking about uh, hermeneutics and things like that. And so that yeah. was a whole – that probably would have been a more profitable uh, bonus episode. But instead, we're going with um, Nightmare Before Christmas and 1980s Christmas breakup songs. Yeah, so. it was actually a really good discussion. Yeah. So, I mean, it, we yeah. all three of us were very edified. So, but yeah. you guys get this. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but you get three dog night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, fun, fun fact. Yeah. Uh, earlier this year, I was driving by one of the casinos in Tulsa. Mm -hmm. And I saw Three Dog Night was playing, and I knew my dad liked them, so I invited him up. And me and my my dad and I went and saw Three Dog Night in concert. Wow! This year, what was that like? You know, they're really old. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> really old. It was fine. I only know like two songs by them. Yeah. They were an odd. They were an odd band. Like I, they were they were more of like a vocal boy band. Like the music was very vocal, not not rocky like I like kind of rock music like I expected. The other thing that was funny, and I'll rabbit trail, but the they were kind of old, right? The singer, I mean, he's kind of right. That their big he, hits were in the sixties, yeah, yeah. And he right. kept he kept like saying the same. It was really amusing to me. He kept saying the same like like Billboard facts, like like he had never said it before. Like so every three songs, like well, by the way, we're the only band to have so many number one hits. Like so da 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 da. But he said that like four times, <laughs> like he'd never said it the first time. Right, like right, right. And the fans, they had forgotten. So they were still saying, <laughs> everybody yeah. there has dementia. Yeah. So Woo! I was the only one who was like, wow, yeah, yeah, okay. we're doing this again. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. These guys could really tear up the senior center. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me say for the listener here, I do not frequent casinos. 
I don't go to casinos because anyone's uh, church. Only when three dog, only when washed only out when 60s dog. bands are there. <laughs> yeah. 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 When you they can't get a, enough yeah. stuff on your Netflix account, huh? <laughs> <laughs> when I've had my fill of Netflix depravity, I yeah. m- meander on meander. down to the casino. <laughs> hmm, let's play the slot machines today. <laughs> so that <laughs> singing elders can entertain me. <laughs> yes. Wow. All right. Gambling, uh, don't mind if I do. <laughs> All right. I don't know even know where. I don't even know I'm where on we my were second song. Yeah. Okay, uh, second song. Yeah. Blake, you're number uh, three now. Oh no. Deliver skip and check. Yeah. yeah that's all Sorry, right. Go ahead. Uh Deliver Us by Andrew Peterson on his Behold the Lamb of God album. Was that the that's also on the Prince of Egypt, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> deliver us. <laughs> Different, the same name, land. different song, right? Yeah. So the deliver okay. us. If you don't have the Andrew Peterson "Behold the Lamb of God" album, it is an absolute masterpiece. Absolute masterpiece. So the whole album, <clears throat> uh, beginning from the beginning, he's like, "Let's tell a story," and then he walks through. It's very covenantal, ironically, given back <laughs> to our early discussion. But uh, he walks through the promises of Scripture in song, and it tells this whole story about the coming of Christ. And the deliver us song is. Like I'll just, I wrote down some lyrics here, so I'll just read. He says, "Our enemy, our captor." This is looking at Israel uh, being imprisoned in Egypt and the parallels that we have in Christ. Yeah. You know, he says, "Our enemy, our captor, is no pharaoh on the Nile. Our toil is neither mud nor brick nor sand. Our ankles bear no calluses from chains. Yet, Lord, we're bound, imprisoned here. We dwell in our own land. Our sins they are more nu- numerous than all the lambs we slay. Our shackles they were made with our own hands. Our toil." is our atonement and our freedom is your to, yours to give. So Yahweh, break this silence if you can. Deliver us, deliver us. So Yahweh, hear our cry and gather us beneath your wings tonight. Like it's just this prayer of Israel being imprisoned in their own sin, like thinking about Babylon and right, looking right. at Israel and just yeah. praying now, is that Lord national Lord. Israel or is that or spiritual <laughs> Israel? Yeah. Only national. And it's only right. national. Right. <laughs> so, uh, one of my favorite, ah, I really enjoy it as a Gentile, one of but, my favorite yeah. Christmas traditions has become in the last few years, hearing Jack talk about this album because it <laughs> every just, year that's true. Yeah. It's the good news of Andrew Peterson is being spread throughout the land. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sometimes he true. calls us up and just sings the songs to us. And we just, you know. And then I like, can okay. go to bed that night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. It is a good, it is a good album. It is a good album. Yeah. For sure. No, it definitely for is. Sure. All right. Blake, number three for you. Um, Let's see. Oh, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Ah, that's good Charles one. West. Charles Wesley. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's a, uh, I mean, just fantastic. Yeah, fantastic song. Little triumphant. It's got a little prayer in it too. So that's it's great. Yeah. That's my favorite. That's probably my favorite Christmas hymn, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I like my my number three one was King's Kaleidoscope. They did a song set are set to Old Line Sing, or however you pronounce that. New Year's Eve type song. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's based off of one of the Psalms where um if we would build the house and yet, oh yeah, gosh, right. you know, our labors are in vain right. if the Lord is not building the house, right? Right. Let nothing um, of our efforts stand. Yes. Let, yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, what is the name but, of that song, though? I'm trying the, to remember. Uh, King's Kaleidoscope one or the original? Yeah. Yeah. The King. No, no. The King's Kaleidoscope one. I, I know, know the tune. 
and then the actual yeah the the actual is old line sign or sign right and so i'm looking it up right now all glory be to christ yes just yeah, a beautiful song. yeah that's right yep. that's right yeah yeah mm. is that your song that you picked yep yeah it's yeah. my number three because i mean I you can only sing it really is that a is that a christmas song though I counted as one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grayson's just making I'm any just, song again, a Christmas song. You know? Yeah, right. Any my song third can song be a Christmas was happy, song. My, my third song try was happy birthday enough. for obvious reasons. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. I'm a this December baby, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everybody gave me gifts in one swell yeah. swoop. Oh, man. Did you have? Did you have that when you were a kid? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Aunts and uncles yeah. would be like, "This is a combined gift for your birthday and Christmas," and it's like, "So yeah. you're cheap." And it cost us half of, of what we would spend yeah. on the other kids. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. a grown up, I'm like, "That's a man." Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Grayson, but that's a sweet deal for the for, it, the, it, for, the for them. And it is. It's like especially yeah. when you add more kids to the mix, and you're like, "Well, it's kind of expensive around this time of year as it is." Yeah. Like, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sucks so, to be so to be sorry born that in Jesus's December. birthday is crowding out your birthday. <laughs> yeah. It's awfully selfish of you to right. you know, make a big I've, deal. Easter yourself, has but, been on hey. Easter has been on my birthday a few times and it's like nobody yeah, cares. Silas gets about that Blake's too. birthday in the face of the resurrection of our Lord <laughs> and Savior. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. Right. You don't Nobody's need to together receive the greatest gift. And I cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all that's true. Good, though. Yeah, that is a good. That's a good song. Yeah, good song. What is? It? Say it one more time, Grayson, because I want to. I want to listen to. All it. glory, be, all to glory be to Christ. King's all glory be to Christ. Um, and those are the yeah. guys who cuss in their worship songs. Is that? The yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Yeah. and this one's got a few. So <laughs> at least like, Jack's out for at <laughs> Jack's out for blood now. For his you guys like, are coming after. Yeah, making yeah, cracks right. about Netflix. <laughs> all right, it's yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. So you're swearing worship leader singers? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's real spiritual, wow. Grayson. Just, uh, I'm actually, very, very the Christmas. more you guys talk, the more I'm feeling good about my 80s Christmas breakup song. So, <laughs> right. So. All right. Uh, okay. uh, my, my third one is Labor of Love. By Andrew Peterson. Andrew Peterson. Oh, he's a uh, two for that. <laughs> right. My favorite Christmas book is the insert in the Andrew Peterson album. My uh, favorite Feather Saga by Andrew Peterson, and um, <laughs> it's pretty solid. Favorite Saint lie. Andrew hey, Peterson. <laughs> I would actually just have Andrew Peterson over for Christmas dinner three times in a row, and he could sing yeah. to the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, Andrew! Uh, this is a song that my friend Grayson liked, but could you sing it to us and just clean out some of the cuss words? And <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe sanitize that a bit for yeah. for us Christians. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Oh, and just just so we are clear, that song does not have any swearing in no, it. No, so, not yeah. not yeah. not a one. Right, yeah. That so, was just some weird thing that Keen's Kaleidoscope did to try to prove a point. It was like, like when Jim Durbin was yeah. preaching about swearing that one time. <laughs> yeah. And it was 45 minutes of buildup of how he was going to swear. And then he swore. And that was pretty much the end of the sermon. Well, it's like when you turn 18 like, and your parents are like, all right, you can say one swear word. And so you just scream it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long held Grayson uh, Gilbert family tradition. All like, right. You get one swear word. <laughs> So pick it and choose it wisely. Most everybody else. Buy your cigarettes. Wait, 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 wait. One swear word. Get your bottle of gin out. Take your puff off your cigar, and then you can swear at the dinner table after you've eaten your spaghetti. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't know why I put that accent for that, but hey. We're going to need you to choose if you're a Marlboro man or a Camel man. (laughs) Oh, Lucky Strikes Unfiltered. Good for you. (laughs) We grew up in very different homes, Grayson. Yeah, well. (laughs) Wow. You get things I'm trying to You know, guys, when you get to choose your one swear word. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, oh, okay. that's that's not normal, huh? Weird. Okay. No. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> that about sums up our Christmas episode. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, my, my poor mom is just going to be mortified if she ever hears this. <laughs> so twice, your... twice in one she never episode. Never should let you say you just... that swear word. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Dad was that's bonus content right. if you want to find out what the <laughs> swear word was. It's good. There's find a paywall. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, look for the new T-shirt. What's your Christmas swear word that we have in the shop? Uh, okay. Oh gosh. All right. Anyway. All right. Well, I'm totally lost. Where yeah. We? Now we're labor. Now we're moving oh, on it was Jack's. Reason. It was yeah. yeah. Okay, we're on to our Jack. Were you done talking about your? Uh, let me be spiritual. Here. So let me let me rein this yeah, back in. And yes, yes. You're so, Andrew Peterson. Yeah. So there's a line in this song. So the whole song is if you've never heard it. Uh, it's kind of a retelling. You think about Silent Night, right? The whole song starts off though. So it was not a Silent Night. It's telling about the, the birth of Christ. It's a beautiful right. song. And there are some lines like literally every, almost every time I hear it, I tear up. Mm. I just think it's so incredible. But the lyrics are, it's just describing the situation. And what's the name of the song again? Jeff? Labor of Love. Labor of Andrew Peterson. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't sing it, but he wrote it. Uh, okay. and, he says, and, he, and he says, Noble Joseph by her side calloused hands and weary eyes there were no midwives to be found on the streets of david's town in the middle of the night he held her and he prayed so you got this david carrying and or i'm sorry joseph carrying and comforting mary and then, <laughs> then this line comes in it says shafts of moonlight on his face but the baby in her womb was the maker of the moon he was the author of the faith that could make the mountains move just this idea that the moonlight that was shining that night right was created by the baby and like that just mm-hmm. <clears throat> beautiful just right incredible so it's actually you know it's funny you mentioned that because that's one of the things that i love to carry through like the entire life of christ yeah is how many things he comes into contact with that he's the creator of those things and so like if you take for example you know that the lord knits you together in your mother's womb you know that the hands of those roman soldiers that he knit together yeah. And their mother's womb are the things that yeah. pinned him to the cross and nailed him, you know, to the yeah. tree that he grew, you know, and things like that. So, yeah, yeah there's all kinds of like just yep. poetic uh, just beauty beautiful. in that. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Right. Well, uh, I think that's uh, Octavius Winslow quote, right? Where he talks about Who? just oh, um, the same points that you're making. Where yeah, right, about, right, right. Yeah. Literally, um, God's superintendent probably, care over all of creation yeah. was such that he nurtured the very sapling that he would be hung on. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, yeah. a lot of people have run that out, you know, like, cause I think there's even like a, I'm trying to think, isn't there even like a kid's Christmas book of like the treasure chest, the cross and the, it's like the tree. It's about the tree. It's like a kid's Christmas old story. Millsap song where oh yeah, yeah. That, no yep. that's true yeah the old Ronnie Mill that's what it was yeah no yeah. I, I think no I know no there exactly was something what you're talking yeah about, there was though, something about the like, tree the, it was like 
the, the manger. Are... It was the wood that was the wood that was used for the manger. The oh, wood that was that. used yeah, for yeah. something else, and then like for the yeah, holding yeah, the gifts or yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah something, something like that. Yeah, so v- very wood that was carved into the table. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. All right so, so our third final, segment. Final so segment. You, thought, yeah. you thought those first two categories were long. Yeah. This one. <laughs> we got to make this so we, quick, though. Yeah, we're... our premise was you're having Christmas dinner with your family, and you can have three saints of the past over for dinner, and they cannot be biblical saints. So you can't say, like, Moses, or you can't say, you know, Andrew Peterson or something like that. So. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Andrew Peterson, who was and is, and yeah, okay, who was? Oh, Grayson, I think you need to go first because yeah, I think you should go first. Yeah, and all do right. you want to just give all three of yeah. your yeah, people? I think so. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, for one, how do you not have Saint Nicholas on there, right? I mean, you, you have to have him on that list. Okay. Uh, but I also okay. included Anselm of Canterbury and Athanasius. Hmm. Yeah, I figured. Wow. Three old school church history figures, uh, two of which are ready to brawl, right? And then another one who just wrote some seminal works in church history, right. talking about why the God right. Man. You know, that's Anselm's probably most famous title. Um, but the reality there, it's like I, I think they would just be fun dinner to, dinner guests at a certain point. Theologically, you'd be able to talk. You just about, want to see a fight, don't you? Like, well, it's like, but you got two, you got two of them that are ready to punch heretics. So, right when which your is aunt an, yeah. comes over and right. talks about women pastors. I mean, right. And it wouldn't whole, be a Gilbert family Christmas without a fist fight, too. No, so. no, <laughs> especially with kids swearing at the dinner table. I it's mean, your time to get to use your one swear word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, those are good choices. So, like, those three never even crossed my mind. So, those are great. Yeah. Those are great choices. That's really yeah, good for yeah. sure. Yeah. And why did you say you would have Athanasius? Just, just because oh, he's ready to brawl too. But also, he's just such a right. a, a huge figure in church history. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, the the classic debate in the substance or uh, or deity of Christ, right? Um, yeah. I would just love to be able to get pick that guy's brain, right? Right. So, literally, that's where you get the the phrase. There's one iota or iota, as some people would pronounce mm-hmm. it, but one iota of difference, right? But between right. the actual pure substance and equality of Christ with the Father and Spirit. Or as Arius, um, not Arius, I'm sorry, um, Pelagius? I'm literally drawing a blank at this point. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. My mind Was it Andrew Peterson by chance? It may have been <laughs> on his... Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm literally Nicaea. mixing up my church history figures at this point, because it was Nicholas with Arius... And Athanasius mm-hmm. stood against. Um, it had to have been Pelagius. I think I it's think. Pelagius. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, it up. He's now. dealing with like the Manichaean con- or not Manichaean controversy, but basically what stemmed into the Manichaeans at that point from Pelagius, and then yeah, either one, uh, either way, both of those guys would just. I mean, they're they're stalwarts of the Christian faith and stood up for pure doctrine. Yeah. Those are some early boys too, so yep. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Athanasius was Arius. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I did mix it up yeah. then. Yeah. So he, 
Yeah, it's good you're having them over for dinner. You could get this cleared up. Right. Yeah, apparently I need to bone up on my church history, too, because there's a couple of guys that are probably listening to this being like, uh, somebody's throwing books around, around in the car. Yeah. More concerned about swearing at the dinner table than... If you weren't so concerned watching <laughs> Tim Burton movies, maybe you'd have more time to get into your church history. Yeah. 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 yeah well, I, I get yeah. those guys confused, too, and I've read... I've read several church fathers and I get them confused. Yeah, right. So don't feel bad. For That's why I give them nah. all nicknames that only I understand. So, Athy Attaboy. Keeps it clear. Athy <laughs> Attaboy. There he is. <laughs> There's my guy. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Good, right. solid choices. Yeah, those all are right, really Jack. good. That's really good. Am I up? Or I can, whatever. I'll, I'll go ahead and go. Uh, okay. So, my first one is Martin Luther. I just okay. think. <clears throat> He would be a fun person to have over for dinner. How did Martin Luther feel about Christmas? Because I was also running I that. Mm. I was also running that through, like, with some other guys. Like, you don't want to cover like, who, like, in that in that sense of like, you know, the Catholicism and the Mass and all that stuff. That yeah, if point. if there was any, specifically if you're inviting them over for Christmas dinner, if they'd be like, no, or if they're just going to yell at you the whole time. So you yeah. thought you thought way more critical than I did. I was just thinking yeah. this guy would have some fun stories. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. a, you know fun. Martin Luther's good, fun. <laughs> Vicky would be fun. Right, right, right. Maybe we can go right. out and drown the Baptists later. Yeah, right, right. Sits Martin Luther down and he looks at your children and says, Let me tell you about the Jews and their lies. Yeah. We'll smack <laughs> down wow. the peasants oh, revolt. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh! Uh, Christmas dinner. Uh, Martin, I need to see you in the other awkward. room, please. Yeah, I need to see you in the other room. So the uh, kids—they're so, not really up on the Jews and their lies. Let's just keep that kind of on the down low. Man, I, I still yeah. think about that. It's like what a what a horrible way to end your ministry. An incredible like, last thing you're so for. So I think I read somewhere here recently, and some of the stuff I was studying. That that book, and I never re remember reading about what that sprung out of, of the Jews and their lies. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I thought I remember reading something here recently that it came out of like that he had some Jewish teachers come in to the school. And instead of and basically he found out that they were like teaching the Talmud and like attacking Christianity. And he thought mm -hmm. that they were going to be doing something different. And so his response was just like to just unload hmm. uh, basically on their lies about the gospel, you know, and about Christianity and, and things like that and how but, they were perverting things from the Talmud and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't know how he, true that is or if that's e or if I'm even remembering correctly. Um, Carl Truman actually did a good treatment on on that where he covers I think it's one solid lesson in church history, one that he has, but. Luther, I mean, at the end of his life, which just it was not just those men; it was just a broad diatribe um, mm -hmm. against the Jews. And yeah. part of it, I mean, one of the things I liked about how Truman handled it is he looked at it and said, "Okay, you have to understand. For one, Luther is a man of his time, right? So everything yeah. that he's writing for doesn't make it good, doesn't make it biblical or right. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. However, it's at a time where the magistrate is in control of things like blasphemy laws, and so when they are mm -hmm. coming in and teaching blasphemy." Um, he's appealing to the magistrate to do things. And part of what he's appealing for is what we would look at in our day and age and say, okay, that's, that's atrocious. Um, but again, 
we can look at things with chronological snobbery because we're in you know 21st century and say we would never treat people like that but we're put so yourself back in yeah. that time yeah. period and think realistically what would you believe differently than you do today or how would you act differently um right yeah truman's very even-handed there uh, that's what i liked about all that but yeah. yeah we just we totally hijacked jack's um i think one of the last yeah, yeah. <laughs> right 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 sorry jack yeah i sorry. was gonna say sorry. something else about yeah about being men of their time but yeah 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 people will probably look back on us and say why did they allow the wholesale slaughter of innocent children yes and tried to monitor it with policy instead yeah. of action <clears throat> Some good Christmas bonus. Yeah. yeah. Episode. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy. Anyway. Yeah. So Martin Luther's there. Yeah. He was. <laughs> how do we get, how do you get your invitation back from Martin Luther though? Like, uh, yeah, you sorry. don't. Maybe you, you like don't. contact his wife and like, I, I don't know how you want to handle this, but we're just, Can you we don't have to enough him? saucers to, yeah seat everyone so uh, it turns out Zwingli's going to be there so he probably doesn't want to come now <laughs> <laughs> yeah no if you really wanted some fire you could have yeah. uh, you know just brought in you know yeah um, yeah he could carve on my table right um <laughs> it's a church history joke anyway, yeah fire uh, my second one can you imagine devil? how much that table would be worth if somebody had it still yeah with the writing on it i, I mean, mean it, would like price. it would be an bucks. heirloom oh yeah it would yeah you ever looked yeah. at the? It might uh, be in a church somewhere in the Germany. It wouldn't surprise me if it were. Yeah, some guy just has like a tablecloth over it. They're like, I don't know. <laughs> this is our announcement table. We just put stuff in. Yeah, here's the yeah. wall where he threw the inkwell at the devil. Um, I cut this yeah. out a long time ago and put it in my personal collection. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are all right. <laughs> my second, my second one. Yeah, uh, William Wilberforce. Oh, okay. that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I read, I think I shared with you guys that I read his bio, uh, Metaxas's biography earlier this year mm -hmm. on Wilberforce Amazing Grace. Yeah. That book blew my mind. Like, I, I had a general idea of, of who Wilberforce was. Mm -hmm. Man, I read that book, and my appreciation for Wilberforce is, like, through the roof. Just such right. a... A brilliant and, thinker, yeah. courageous and remind man. Remind me some things witty. about Wilberforce. I know there was some slave trade. Um, he basically worked for twenty years to get slave trade abolished, right in England, right in England. But yeah. because of the way it worked, mm -hmm. uh, it it they would there was like a triangle. So it would be like England, Africa, Americas. Right. And when he shut down the way he did it, it was very clever. But the way he did it politically, it basically shut down the whole thing. Right. So in it a legal sense. And it was it him it was it him that he saw the bill for abolition be approved like it was just like right before he died. Uh, or the, the or was movies it him or was it somebody it else? I might be I might be confusing somebody else. It, it it was it happened maybe ten years before he died. I'm trying to remember oh, okay. ten years before he died. He worked yeah. on it for twenty years. Interesting thing about him though, so he was you should really like I highly recommend Metaxas' book. I've I've heard from peop from people say he kind of I don't know romanticizes them a little bit, which is fine with me. I'm, I, whatever. I don't need the truth. I just want to tell me what I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just make me feel really. But, yeah. but no, just a, a really brilliant, courageous man. Like, like to go back to what you said a minute ago, like people look back at us and the way we've yeah. done. Like when I was reading this book, 
I kept thinking I've never done anything important in my entire life. Like I kept thinking about all the things, but he, he took it upon himself and the people he knew just like, he was like, I have no place when the Lord saved him. He like, I have no place in government. And John Newton was like, no, you need to go do this. Right. Like, and that was probably such an insurmountable thing to begin. Like who would have thought like, no, you're not going to end the slave trade. Like there's no way. Oh, like, there's no way that's going to work. So you know? far against him. Like, right. But, but it was, and, and I'll share one little tidbit that this isn't in the movie. So if you've seen the movie, I didn't know this until I read the book. So his best friend was the prime minister. And in the movie, it's a, well, Benedict that Cumberbatch. helps. Yeah. No, 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 that's the thing though. Oh, right. His, his, that's the point I was making. Right. He was such a man of integrity. There came a point where his best friend had done something that was slightly shady with somebody else. And it came to mm-hmm. light. And it came to a vote. Like, I remember the numbers. It was like 250 to 250. And he had to make a vote to like remove his friend. And mm. he voted to remove his best friend. Oh, yeah. But when he, when he, because of integrity, he was like, it killed him, but he did it. So when he voted out the prime minister and the next guy came in, the guy that came in, he didn't know this was going to be the case, was like a cousin of his who was fully on, lo- on line with him. And just the way the thing shuffled. If he hadn't voted out his best friend and voted with integrity, abolition wouldn't have been removed. Hmm. So for him hmm. taking a stand, even against like it really like his friend didn't talk to him for like four years after that or some long period of time. But, oh, well, but for him yeah, to take yeah. a stand and do the thing of integrity, even though it was really hard, was right. a key instrumental thing in the, uh, the abolition of the slave trade. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Wilbur That's Force, great. great book. But I would, man, that guy just impressed me so yeah. much. So Martin Luther, Wilberforce. And then I had two. I was going to – I wrote down two thinking that maybe one of you would say say one. So I'll just say both. Is that cheating? Can I do that? That's cheating. But I'll yeah. <laughs> But maybe I'll one it. gave the other one a ride. Yeah. And then, so, was just kind of like, so it was kind of guessed. like, oh, my car broke down, but I got a ride from so-and-so. From, so oh, I put. Are, I was, you guys are eating in there, huh? That'd be really nice to get some food. Staring <laughs> in the window, man. I'm, uh, I'm David, hungry. David Brainerd and Tolkien. Day. I put David okay. Brainerd and Tolkien, and I was like conflicted okay. between the two. Oh so, wow, okay. Gotcha. Tolkien, I just think would be fascinating to ask him all my questions about Lord of the Rings and <laughs> right. And what it's him. like being a Catholic. Yeah, that yeah. too. I try and try and fix that. Yeah. Uh, that would then, be a great scenario, though, just to put him <laughs> next to Luther. Oh yeah. You know, like you <laughs> just kind of see what happens. You're like, hmm, just this is, you know, hey, you know, not uh, sure. Tolkien's a bit into religion, into Catholics too. Martin, you have some familiarity. <laughs> a lot with of that, words right? to say about them, don't you? Right, right. Especially yeah. the Pope. <laughs> right. How do you feel about the Pope? <laughs> <laughs> and then you just so, sit back, right? Yeah, and you yeah. just watch. Yeah, take yeah. some popcorn. All right, I'm done. And Wilberforce is like, I don't want to be here right now. Yeah. Right. I've got more this important is, things to do. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is. I gave up a, a royal banquet for this, and I'm not having a good time. Yeah. Can I share one more fun fact about Wilberforce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. All right. So at the end of his life, so he his kids. This is just again. I just I've, I'm I'm eager to read more stuff about him. But anyway, he he was a nobleman, very wealthy his entire life. He just was born into it. His kids, one of his kids wanted to like invest in a dairy farm. So we gave a ton of money to his kid and it like went south. So at the end of his life, he was like homeless. Hmm. After hmm. all this stuff, he was in, in parliament forever. 
the end of the last like five years of his life, he was homeless and he ended up moving around living with his kids. But when you read his commentary, he's like just oozed contentment. He's like, I'm so thankful this happened because I get to spend more time with my children and my wife. And right. Anyway, That's but, actually my retirement plan. And mine too. Invest to in a homeless dairy farm and, just, and go bankrupt. Yeah. 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 Just live just a few years with my kids. Kid to kid. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. All right. Um, okay. My three. So this is pretty, I mean, I don't know. I feel like your guys is, your guys is were really like unique. Mine's pretty white bread compared. Um, <laughs> so, um, Charles Spurgeon. Great. I would yeah. definitely have. Yeah. I, I, That's I, a great I choice. Yeah. Baited putting it's, him on there. Yeah. It's, it's too mind. easy. It's too easy, yeah. but I couldn't avoid it. I, I had to do it. Uh, so I would have picked Charles Spurgeon. Uh, I also would have picked, so here's something else. Cause we didn't talk about this and I just figured that in this mystical land where we can have these people over that they all, that we all speak the same language, but I did speak, I did stick to English speakers only. Cause I was like, I'm, I can't oh, okay. talk to Martin Luther. I don't know German. Anyway, uh, Jonathan Edwards would be the other mm. one, but here's my caveat. I want Jonathan Edwards, entire family. So I want his wife and wow. all of his kids too. you know, hmm. make it a big, big family. It's a big ass. Yeah. That right. Is. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> much more a lot than of Tolkien extra. just kind of hitching a line yeah, for some right, 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 right. Which is why I was fine <laughs> with Tolkien driving. Yeah. Because, and, and, and just showing up exactly. Uh, no. So Charles Spurgeon, Jonathan Edwards, and this one's cheating a little bit, but my grandmother. So oh, that's great. Who, has, who has passed away now. And I often think about, she, um, she was a, a believer in, um, I would say very, uh, she was a strong believer, but a very elementary believer at the same time, just, yep. um, you know, things. And I remember, uh, growing up as a kid that she prayed for us kids, us, her grandkids every night. And, uh, I often think about my, my oldest daughter is named after her. She, she passed away when I was in high school. And I often think about, I really wish grandma could see mm. uh, what I would view as the fruit of one aspect of it is the fruit of freight, uh, of fateful prayer in my life and in the life of my siblings and then her, mm. you know, great grandchildren and, and things yes. like that. I think she would just have, she would just get a kick out of that. I would probably end up uh, ignoring Jonathan Edwards and Charles Spurgeon and just spending the whole time with my grandmother. So somehow I <laughs> think Spur somehow I think Spurgeon and Edwards would be okay with that. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. I really yeah. do. So that's so that that was my that those are my those are my three. I like those how Blake goes into that. He's like, yeah, I just I picked a I mean mine are pretty much like white bread at this point. Just very milk, <laughs> milk toast and then he gives this heartwarming story of his grand faithful grandmother. grandmother. Yeah. Jack and I right, are like right. cool theologian dudes. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Indian leg wrestle Martin Luther after dinner. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> yeah. I totally I think I could beat Athanasius in an arm wrestling contest. <laughs> yeah. No. So no, that was, that was, that was my, that was my three. I debated if I could have picked a fourth, I would have picked Hudson Taylor, mm. uh, the inland China, China yeah. missionary, but, um, but he was busy doing other things. So, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Those are really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there's, there it there's, is. uh, there's our three, three and three, yeah. three and three. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Bonus content. Right. You have Trifecta. three heretics over for dinner. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. So well, we can wrap it up. So I think this will probably be, unless one of us get kind of a wildfire and decide to do another bonus episode. Um, yeah. This will probably be the last episode for 2023, right? Hey, I would I expect. So. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun year. So yeah. we will be back in 2024 and we'll wrap up season two. And uh, mm -hmm. we've got some ideas baking, simmering mm -hmm. for season three mm -hmm. uh, as we think about a theme. So I'm not going to spill the cookies yeah. now but right. some ideas yeah don't spill the milk and cookies but we yeah. got some good stuff cooking yeah right <laughs> well hey merry christmas everyone merry for those christmas. of you who yes. uh participate uh boys thankful for you as always uh this is a really fun adventure i look forward to what the lord has for us next year and um yeah yeah likewise gents merry christmas and to all a good night <laughs> yeah <laughs> good.